What is up, my fellow freedom fighters? However your day is going up until now, it's about to get even better because we have an incredible guest for you today. His name is Rick Krenmeyer. He's the CEO and co-founder of Stassmeyer Incorporated, one of the fastest growing companies in the state of South Carolina and one of the top IT managed services companies in the entire country. He began his entrepreneurial journey at age 12. He and his co-founder started Stassmeyer in their dorm room, and they have grown by leaps and bounds. We have a very insightful discussion ranging from building teams to entrepreneurial mindset to the freedom to think freely. Today, you're going to hear a portion of our larger interview. Today's interview has to do with that freedom mindset and the freedom to think freely. But if you want to listen to our full discussion. If you want to watch the full discussion, all you got to do is go to freedomclubnow.com right now. That's freedomclubnow.com right now and join our new private members only Freedom Club community. Not only do you get access to our full and growing video library of interviews like the one today with Rick Krenmeyer, of which you're going to hear about eight or nine minutes, very insightful portion today on this podcast, but you'll also get access to the Freedom Vault, my ever-growing encyclopedia of training videos and content. You also get access to our private Slack community where the magic happens. You join in with superheroes just like you who are growing in the freedom lifestyle. So if you want to hear my full or actually watch my full interview with Rick, if you want access to the Freedom Vault, if you want access to our private Slack community, go to freedomclubnow.com right now and sign up to join the Freedom Club community. I hope to see you in there. And now without further ado, here's my discussion with Rick Rick Krenmeyer. We talk about what freedom means to him, the freedom to think freely, and how that translates into being a successful entrepreneur. So we're here with Rick Krenmeyer. He is co-founder and CEO of Stassmeyer, one of the fastest growing companies in South Carolina, outsource IT, managed services. Rick, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. So the only set question we ever have is, you know, I'm wearing it on my shirt. We gave you a shirt earlier, which is freedom. What does that word mean to you? It's a deep question, isn't it? <laughs> uh, so I would I would say that like, it's the ability to think think about what you want to think about, do what you want to do, be who you want to be, um, and be able, and have the ability to accomplish what you want. So I, I, I guess you could say it goes back to the pursuit of happiness, really, because uh, anything that's possible should be possible, right? Right. So. Uh, there's no reason. There's no excuse. There's no excuse these days not to be able to accomplish what you want, right. um, within reason, obviously, financially or what have you. But uh, but it all starts with thoughts. I mean, I think it, for me, being able to think freely is probably the biggest thing because I think if I can think something about something, then I can do it. Um, so that that would be a, that's one. I would probably be my answer for that. Yeah. And we'll talk about the values because you have no excuses up here. Just to yes. Goals, right? Yeah, we'd have that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every Monday we talk about it. <laughs> So we met uh, a couple months ago. Well, we kind of met over Twitter, yeah, right? Yeah, we did. And around the storm. During the hurricane, yeah. Amateur, meteor, amateur meteorologist. Your dad was a meteorologist. What? When we talked, it was interesting because you you traced the roots of Stathmeyer all the way back to what, you were like twelve or thirteen years. Twelve, old. yeah. How how did you get started that, that early? So so yeah. So I've been around technology for a long time. So it, it, what started for me was I always had an affinity for. I, Gadgets and things like simple machines, um, and 
I was a musician, so in, so my dad used to play a bunch of music in the house. Is in I remember being really young. I remember like four or five or six. He's like I'm like what's that? And I would hear a sound. Maybe it was like Electric Light Orchestra, or maybe like on a Genesis album or Pretty Gabriel album. My father's like that's a synthesizer. I was like what's that? And he's like it's like piano that has all this. It's like a piano, but it has all these different things. Um, it can create different noises. And I'm like wow, that's really wild. So I. Saw so when I was younger, I was super into um, Mozart because I saw the movie Amadeus at one point, and uh, this is when I was really young. Um, and then I got on the piano, uh, and my and so my dad and my mom bought me a th synthesizer. So that was like my, one of my first gadgets. And then with the whole gaming revolution that was going on at the same time, the gadgets kept kind of showing up in the house um, over time. And then uh, and finally, uh, my parents were able to get enough money put together to get a computer for the household, because uh, at that time, everyone, all my friends, everyone had started, like, it was in the 90s. Yeah, it was in the 90s. I remember seeing like the first computer I ever used was it was an Apple actually. Um, I remember using the Apple IIs and uh, and the Macs. And then so finally, when they years later, uh, in the, about 91, 92, they finally had a computer in the house. It was a Windows 3 device. Remember that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now we're dating ourselves. And uh, so I got I, I got hot in that thing. I started learning it, and, uh, and I, then I started consulting. Um, like little businesses and homes right right around 12 years old. So this is 93. And uh, yeah, I took it up really fast. I think for a while, like, um, like we were trying to find maybe what was my calling and all this stuff, things I really gravitate to. Music was one of them, but nothing like the computer systems. Uh, so when I got on the computers, uh, that was the big that was the big thing. And then at 12, <laughs> yeah. So so I had experience doing green screen stuff, orange screen stuff, all the old school stuff. And then uh, in high school, uh, I was a programmer. I became fluent in about seven different programming languages. Still doing music, by the way. Yeah. Um, still writing, actually. And it, this is when I started working. I was a farmer, uh, and we had, a, and, and it was a hydroponics plant. We grew basil, and, and flowers, and a bunch of other cool stuff uh, up there. And um, so I was a harvester, but yeah, it was a very high-tech place. Like everything was timed. These op we'd open up the, the we'd open up the the, uh, the greenhouse to let air in. And was this right outside of Boston? This is actually this is in Dartmouth, Massachusetts. Okay. So. Uh, uh, so that's where I grew up, New Bedford, Mass, uh, Dartmouth, Mass, and Martha's Vineyard, actually. I landed this job because I, I needed to make some money because I was actually in a band and I needed to buy a bass guitar. And so I was like, well, you need to get a job. So the, the drummer in the band uh, got me this gig. And then so I started working there. And then the owner realized that I was kind of into computers there too. So he and I became uh, pretty pretty close friends towards like even after um, I left there. But uh, then I started hopping into tech jobs. I actually had a job doing um, material requirements planning, and I was a machinist at the same time, so I'd learn how to do the job and document the job, um, and, uh, and, help, and I was helping them to get ready for live inventory. Uh, and then after that, I had, the, I had my big opportunity. I went to Tyco International. And at this point, I think I'm about 19 or 18, and I was working on uh, AS400 stuff. I was working on connections going across the country, and this is a this business unit I was at was a quarter billion dollar business. Were you at UMass at this time? Uh, and this is right before I started college. Okay. Yeah, so I start so so I get to start college uh, at around this time, and um, but all the stuff I learned was all in the job. Um, not saying not discounting college, yeah. but had I had not if I had not had that experience uh, with Tyco and AFC Cable Systems back home, uh, it wouldn't have been the same deal. And I, then I met my business partner Dave Sisaitis years later. Uh, a couple years later, actually, so in 2001-ish, around there, around there. He was at UMass as well. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so I, so most people say go away to college. Go away to college. I didn't want to go to college. I'll be honest. Um, I, I tell a lot of people this, and I guess this will be public now. Is I went to college really to appease my dad at the time, and my, and, um, my dad was super excited for me to go to college. I was the only the second person in the family to go, at that point in time. My dad being the first one to be degreed uh, as a meteorologist, scientist. Um, so I had super big respect for my dad. So because uh, I saw that he was a super smart guy, mathematics, all this stuff, and um, so I was like, you know what? Um, I'll check it out. And, it, th and now looking back on it, I realized my dad had this interesting talent stack. He was a scientist, a meteorologist, but he was a sales guy. And, then, and now it all makes sense to me, but I was like, and, but I was like man, you're like, you went to school for this, but why are you doing this? And uh, so now I understand how life works, you know? <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but it was interesting, very interesting background. So I'm like, okay, so I did it, I went to school, I stayed in town um, because it was a good school. UMass Dartmouth was a good school, good yeah. engineering school. And so I said, well, you know, I can do the programming thing. And then I realized real quick that programming wasn't gonna be my calling. I didn't wanna sit behind a desk all day just coding stuff. Yeah. So then when I, I got interested in like the IT stuff more, I, um, that there was a major actually, they had just started a major at my college regarding information systems. And then I was doing the IT thing at Tyco and it just kind of came together. And then I met a business partner, and then at the end he's like, "Man, he said we need to start a business. He said we should start a business." I was like, "I don't know, man. I got this cool, I got this really cool gig um, with Tyco, which is now defunct, by the way." I, yeah, right. Um, they, they ran into some. I was there when that happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember when the stock price uh, went down low, and I was at a meeting. They said, "Well, how low can it go?" I said, zero. And of course, I'm really young and naive, right? Yeah. And I said, zero. And everyone's like, you need to be quiet. I was like, well, that's the truth. I mean, they, um, I said, our CFO and CEO was stealing some stuff, apparently. So, um, but yeah, so that's how I, I did that. And then, it, and then uh, we started the business, ran it in college, ran out of the dorm room, which apparently was a no-no. They actually shut me down. Really? Um, I had a, uh, I had, I had some, I had a computer in there and an AC unit, and then, uh, and I was busy at working for clients. I forgot that I had to move out of the dorm, so all my stuff got locked in the dorm at one point. Um, and at that point, Dave had already started moving stuff down south because. Like he had a gig here. Yeah. The economy was kind of rough at the time. It was yeah, like yeah, 2002 yeah. or three. Oh, so it was a little. It was a little bit of a weak economy. Yeah, post 9/11. Kind of yeah, yeah. It was kind of hangover from all that stuff. And um, man, I remember it like it was yesterday. But uh, so 2003, you started this. It's 2019. Yeah. You started in college. What are you? Your late 30s. 38. And you already have. I tell everyone 21. 21. 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 38. And you're already, you have a, an old company now, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's a, yeah. I mean, it's been around for a while. It's not a startup anymore. You have, we, you know, walking through the, the, uh, the hallways and out in the lobby, you got top rankings, managed service companies. Global rankings. You're Inc. 5000 consistently? Yeah, we were on Inc. 5000 consistently. Hey, what's up, fellow freedom fighters? Listen, are you in operations in the C-suite and human resources? Hell, are you anyone who's interested in building a team of superheroes? Well, guess what? I got a treat for you. We launched my latest podcast. It's called Team of Superheroes. We talk about employee engagement. We talk about leadership. You know what? Instead of putting warm butts in seats and trying to engage them podcast teaches you how and empowers you to empower your individual team members to unleash their unique superpowers to achieve key outcomes. They're more fulfilled, which means they're more engaged, which means they're more productive, which means they and you are more profitable. Go and check out the Team of Superheroes podcast here on iTunes, Google, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll see you over there.